What's up, Angry Designers? As you know, this is our first official interview episode, if you want to call it that. But nonetheless, it is with none other than Mr. Aaron fucking Draplin. Okay, a little bit of intro before we get too deep into this. I don't think of this as an episode, an interview episode, because in all fairness, this was like no interview. I mean, I had the questions. I wanted to ask the questions and keep it formal and about design, but just kind of like as we do things, they just kind of roll on their own. And this ended up being a conversation with Aaron Draplin. This was no interview bullshit type thing like we follow. And unfortunately, this is the only angry part of this whole episode because he has been such a an inspiration for me my entire career. I mean, he has been underdog. He has had such a great story starting from, you know, snowboarding culture and and just kind of going off on his own, his relationship with his family, and then and then just like literally doing his own thing that there was nobody else I could have as our first guest. And although I wanted this to be an interview. It ended up being a conversation because I kind of let the dude roll with it. And you know what? This is our least angry episode, probably because I was like fangirling the whole time. But needless to say, don't hold it against us and let him know that we're actually not so soft and agreeable like we were in this. I just, I just, I was in awe with this dude. And honestly, he is so human and he is such an amazing person that I am pleased to have him as our very first you know, celebrity graphic designer as as our guest on this show. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Please grab yourself a bourbon or you know what? Eh, even if you don't want to grab yourself a drink, maybe make us some water. But the whole point is sit back, relax, enjoy and have a good laugh because man, this guy is fucking hilarious. Enjoy. Go. You're listening to Designer, where we cut through the industry bull to help frustrated graphic designers survive and thrive. Everybody, I'd love to introduce Mr. Aaron Draplin. Right? Big Cheers, cheers, cheers. You don't have to drink with us today, but you know, but we do. I got a little bit of iced tea here. Attaboy, attaboy. Keep it nice and good. It's not hot over there, is it? Uh, yesterday it was 102, uh, but it but it, it burns off. It burns off here in Portland um, pretty nicely. Uh, by midnight, it'll be like 62 degrees. Oh, that's sweet. Which is, yeah. which is perfect. Now, I was just back at my mom's place in Michigan maybe a month ago, three weeks ago. And, um, um, you know, it's hot kind of all day. And, you know, oh. it wasn't that bad. And then we went down to t- Nashville and Memphis. And it's Ooh. like hot during the day, like a motherfucker. And then hot all night all night long so you know kind of weird and uh we don't really have that here in portland you know it's yeah. uh it, yeah it's pretty temperate. That's saving graces of living here <laughs> dude dude today and yesterday this weekend we've had a heat warning and yeah. just for your standards we're pushing like 104 yeah, yeah see, right, right right i mean like it's up. insane dude yeah. and i mean when you've got like you know when you've got this beard thing yeah. going it's just a, it's, it's no mercy listen gentlemen <laughs> below what you can see right here i'm bottomless <laughs> <laughs> it is a it's a fucking science project <laughs> sweat Sander, uh, fur, the oh, rainforest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We're lucky if Sean brings pants to work. All yeah, right. So, yeah. so I'm like, used to it, dude. Yeah, I'm used to it. It's mandatory now. <laughs> it's mandatory. <laughs> no, oh, I, I love I, it. I went and saw a buddy 
um, a couple months back and he was, he is like, he's like 55 now. Yep. And I was belly aching about like 48, man, I'm <laughs> getting close to 49 already. And he's like, dude, my body is growing the weirdest shit. This week. <laughs> and I said, well, what does that mean? You know, and I, you know, and not long after that, man, I got a couple of these little psoriasis things going on. I don't know why I'm telling you this shit, but you know what? Way, we keep it real here. Nothing. Well, there's right. no hold barred here. Well, here's the deal. It's not like it's going to get any better. So you, <laughs> you, you figure out how to like, you know, take it head on and, and laugh about it or get it figured out or just sit there and be this just, you know, big pile of mystery and wonder and you know, not, you know, not being able to own this shit in a creative way, I suppose. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Good attitude. Every, every day I wake up and go, what the hell is that? Hey, check, you your, know? <laughs> check your heart and go, I'm fine. Yeah, 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 we're good. We're still good. We're still good. We're still good. We enjoy it while we can. Exactly. All right. So your turntable behind you, what were you playing today? First thing you do at the office, you said was... Oh, yeah. Uh, today, what was I listening to today? Faith No More, The Real Thing. Oh, um, the late old school. 80s. Um, nice, nice. Wow. What was I playing? That uh, That's a new Josh Ra- Rouse album right there. And then I, I cleaned up some stuff last night. I was playing the new Spiritualized. I was playing a Jeff Tweedy. Oh, nice. Uh, a little bit of Drive By Truckers. Jeez. You know, um, when I get hauling, though, yeah, uh, yeah. I won't even touch the records, you know, I'll just uh, sit and click on my iTunes, you know, because it's like, that's where it's like, you don't have to actually get up, and yeah. like, 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 like do things. You know? Dude, when you're in the zone, yeah. it's hard. It, yeah. You don't want to be interrupted. It's just great when you've got well, that right. play that's going. You know, oh, this dude. is, you know, yeah. for years now. You know, I mean, what I've got here is I've got this big, you know, this is my fifth summer here. Oh, Holy my shit. God. Look at that. My record wall, you know. Holy shit. Um, wow. And it's, it really is the dream I realized. Yeah. You know, what does that even mean? You know, it's like, is it, you know, like a big house, a little house? Like, you know, now you leave my studio here and you go to my house right here. It's just, you walk 10 steps. But I've really realized my graphic design dream as far as like, first of all, making a living, making money, uh, enjoying it, making a bunch of friends and, and making a bunch of great work, hopefully. And then, you know, just enjoying it. But in your cockpit, you know, like where you sit and work, it's pretty amazing, but it, yeah. it, it's, a bit of, it's a weird relationship. I really have to stay up on it. I have to keep it clean. I have to really like, before I get into a big project, I have to clean off my desk, you know, and just get all the fur and dander and bullshit and everything off of there because otherwise it'll just be like stuff to fidget with, you know? So, you know, I'm always looking at like, well, what's the next thing? And since I've been here, been in this backyard now for this is, I'm, I'm, you know, my fifth summer back here. I do one more, you know, nine months. That means it's five years back here. Sweet. And I'm not going to say it went by fast because two of them were a pandemic. Yeah. Mm. But what's next? Because we are getting a little tired of Portland. But the problem with building your dream place, cool shelves, cool things, cool stuff, is you're kind of tethered there, Mm. you know? And now I know this is going to sound weird, but, you know, is Kitchener just where you guys are going to just live forever? Is that, are you okay with that? Well, so we had this conversation. It's like, there's definitely better places to move to. 100%, there's better places, right? Like we had, we just had one of our team members out in Calgary and he was like, he loved it. There was so much to do. 
the reason I can't speak for you, but the reason I came back to, to Kitchen Waterloo, you know, was family. Right. And then it was it was because, I mean, the town itself is fucking boring. Okay, it's a tech town. I understand. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 boring as fuck. And I mean, you want culture? Yeah, they're trying this that. But you know what? You got to you got to get out to Toronto, or you got to get to you know Niagara somewhere a little different. But I mean, my reasons for staying here. I mean, so now it's like I I don't know if I can leave. Your family's not always. Not everybody there is important, are they? No, I I have my little sister here. I have my little sister here with her my my nephew Oliver and her partner Jacob, which they're, they're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, middle age. And the years going by and everything, you know, being very thankful for the entire ride, you know, it's like, well, what's the next step and what's the next phase? And and if you aren't planning, that gets a little weird, you know? So, you know, I got to realize this dream back here based on my spec and, you know, my design of the shop. And now I'm just cracking into like what that might look like the next time because we're just tired of the house here. Yeah, yeah. And Portland is just I mean, it's so hard to even say it. It's just not what it was when I when I loved loved it for all these last bunch of years. Yeah. It's got a couple black eyes right now. It's weird and it's hard because just yesterday, the little theater from nineteen ten, ten blocks from me, didn't quite burn down, but damn and it had a ghost. You know, like oh, yeah, there's a ghost yeah. there and stuff, you know, ghosts, whatever. But, it, um, jeez. Oh, and, you know, it almost died during the pandemic. And then this. Now, now, yeah. how often are we going to see movies? But we're used to. Yeah. It's and part of the history. We will dude. again. Yeah, exactly. Well, things are just changing in, in my little situation here. So what I'm trying to be pumped on is like, all right, what would this next phase be? And I think it's got something to do with building a home yeah. somewhere. Hmm. And you know I'm sitting on a fucking mountain of cash here because I paid this thing off. Yep. And this structure here is another 300 grand or whatever. And it's like you start to like put these things all together, and you could bring a nice chunk home and um, build whatever the hell you want, right? Yeah. Yep. That's you know so like when people I go on these podcasts and they say, well, what are a bunch of designers that you look at? I'm hard pressed to figure out some five new names. Yeah. I'm more, I'm more and more and more interested in Karita Kent. You know, um, you guys know who that is? Sorry, but no. Okay. Well, you should go do a deep dive into the pool of Miss Karita. Um, She was a nun sister Karita Kent. No way. Yeah. But she jumped out. And by the way, prepare to be fucking blown away because it's not amazing. She was screen printing. She was making yeah. it was art. It's like the 70s, probably yep. the late 60s. A lot of handwriting. But it's not even necessarily the form that she does. It's the spirit. And it's going to sound a little, you know, she's a child of God. And she's yeah. a servant of God. And I, I listen, I'm not really interested in all, all that stuff all that much. But I do like the idea of, like, being positive and making art that looks like that. Like, so she made these things that were, like, really uplifting. So... What I'm looking at, you know, in these next bunch of years, it's like, you know, why I wanted to do this with you guys is, first of all, the name sounds pretty funny, you know. (laughs) Funny? (laughs) Oh, come on. It's like, you know, what is, are they really pissed because there's an angle to be had there? You know, I know we talked about a little bit of that ahead of time. Or is that just a funny little thing because it just sounds, just brings you in. But, 
you know, there's a lot to be pissed off about in my town. Yeah. And there's a lot to be pissed off about getting older. And there's a lot to be pissed off, you know, like, like, you know, I don't know, feeling more and more connected and yet disconnected. You know, if I hear some rat kid use the word literally wrong <laughs> for the millionth time in just these last three, four years, I get it. It's one, it's a it's something from our time, right? These last couple of years. But that's where it turns into this, like I'm getting into this like kind of get off my lawn kind of, kind of zone. You know? I don't know if I necessarily want to be that guy. No, you, you do. Know, but Jamie, why and, you do what you don't, right? So you can be that guy and be pissed at the world, right? I find myself getting more and more grumpy on a daily basis. I, oh, sure, sure, sure. I, I, I feel that I yeah. can I can uh, uh, relate yeah. to being grumpy. Yeah, totally. More than I can be happy sometimes. And plus, Because yeah. everything's pissing me off lately. <laughs> but I don't know if it's actually pissing me off or it's just because this is the way I talk <laughs> and I always sound pissed off and I'm so yeah. fucking passionate. Yeah. But well, you're on to something here, man. Yeah. To come and introduce myself to you guys, and, and it's like, you know, whatever you know about me, I, I hope it's good, you know. <laughs> but it's like, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going through some shit right now where I really need to kind of wrap my head around what this next phase is going to be. And so, what I mean true. by when I when I talk about like Karita Kent, like she really, I can't get enough of it. Yep. But if I see the latest, hottest, coolest thing, I'm just not really as interested in that anymore. In the same respect, you go put me on some blog that's like looking at like architecture for homes to build. Yeah. And I am wrapped with attention because maybe, maybe I could be one of those people that has one of these cool dwell houses, you know, with, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, neat things and stuff, you know, or, or whatever that even means. Because first of all, whatever the hell I go build, buy, refurb something it needs to plop one of these down behind it you yep. know it's just too big to do it in a basement yeah we absolutely. probably could but that's not the best use of the space so for not instance, only that you've worked too hard to be in the basement well, you, I mean, you deserve what the space you've got now you need to I have mean, that space i heard this term um about a dog that was getting rescued and it was called a forever home yeah, and it means like, and I didn't. I, what what is that? Oh, 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 right, right. You know, that's they're being adopted. That's it's its forever home. He's with this family until he you know kicks the bucket. And I'm really interested in that because it's like, all right, is this next place my forever home? The forever home, <laughs> right? Because if it is, I'm fucking going all in. Yeah, and I'm going to spend every last penny to build awesome beams and awesome things because you need a home, you need a place. I need a bunch of USB connectors in the connectors wall everywhere. things to do. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, totally, you know, I don't even know how to wrap my head around that because that feels like something that rich people get to do. See what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, you know, like, like, you know, people with lots of money and shit. Now listen, I've done well. I saved it all, you know, yeah, I've been good cool. for you. But well, what's but cool, like, dude, I don't know how to think that way. See what yeah. I'm saying? Plan yeah. that way. So. It's a different kind of rich, though, because, again, and I don't want to sound all cheesy and shit, right? But right now, I mean, everybody always says rich, monetary, rich, you know, money, this, that. Dude, I, just like we talked the other day, right? Yeah. We have the richest fucking lives, period. Oh, shit, yeah. I mean, because, I mean, look, look, what are we doing for a living, right? We are big kids with crayons, <laughs> but instead of crayons, we're yeah. using our computers and we get to fucking draw and create well, and design. Think, yeah. So yeah. what we were discussing was like, 
think about your insurance agent. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think they are pumped like I was pumped to work on a Jack White poster today for Jack White. Right. Fucking cool. I was really excited to do it. That's you know, awesome. I, I like his new, I've been listening to his new records. I like yeah. what he does. I love his craft. I love the whole history of it. I love how he's good to all the roadies and my friends who work there in Detroit oh, nice. and Nashville and things mm-hmm. like this. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. And that is not the same for someone who is, you know, I don't know, day trading or maybe, no, maybe making money's fun, right? You know, whatever, but the craft of this stuff of like enjoying what we get to do. It's uh pretty heartwarming, you know, yeah. still. Well, think about it. Cause those guys, if they were in your situation, they would be looking at a house first and they would pick a bedroom to put their office in and they can do whatever the hell it is they do in any freaking office. Right. right? right. Which is very different than what we do. We need that creative space, that studio, that vibe, the, mm. the wall of records and yeah. shit, dude. Like, I mean, we've got skateboards on the wall. We've got, I've got yeah. a wall of like Funko pops in my <laughs> office. Right. And again, and it doesn't matter who the client is on the other line, on the other side. Who's, who's, I mean, this is who we are. Yeah. And you see okay. it when people come in. You see it when people come in and they kind of yeah. like look around and go, whoa, this is actually pretty cool. You know, I mean, the music or the access to to just not just to, just to be comfortable yeah. is a, a really weird privilege. You know, like you can be dressed to the nines and look like it and earn like it and act like it. But be uncomfortable as fuck. Like I haven't worn. I mean, I have all these jokes about not wearing pants, but I seriously <laughs> haven't worn a pair of pants in probably two years. Because why? Why do I need to? You know, yeah. like it's it doesn't really get cold enough here. Oh. Um, Wait, but, did, didn't you say you you wore the same pair of track pants for like thirteen days straight? <laughs> oh, COVID? Yeah, yeah, come on, you know, like uh, what the hell's a track pant? Fucking Canadian. What is that? <laughs> you know? The elastic waist, elastic sweatpants. Sweatpants, exactly. With the poutine stains all over it. Dude, it's our process. It's our process. Work with us. Tim Horton. Depressing. I'm getting tired of America. Come on up, buddy. You already wear the tuxedo so well, the Canadian tuxedo. Vancouver is exactly like you where you are and I know it yeah. is no 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 but he's a Detroit there. boy he's yes. got to come back this um, side yeah but it's Portland this side. you know that you yeah, grew up that way pretty cool I know you're right I mean right it's like if if uh, that is a beautiful corner of the world now totally. I know it's very yeah, problematic it is, it is. and it's expensive and stuff yeah. and it's hard yeah. to get into it you know yeah. but man that is a beautiful corner of Canada and you know um yeah. man, incredible well you know if I this is what we're wrestling with it's like do we go back to the Midwest? And I think the answer is kind of yes. And I think it's um, it's adding up in a weird way. So I've been looking at like Ann Arbor. I've oh, been looking crazy. at um, yeah, because my mm-hmm. mom is uh, is in the process of going from Detro- uh, Traverse City, Michigan, yep. down to about an hour away from Detroit, forty five minutes away from Detroit. So she will be moved in in the first week in October. Cool. So my life is going to change in a couple ways. Where when I fly home, I don't go um, to Minneapolis. To, North, to Traverse City, Michigan, up north, mm-hmm. you know, up here, I just do a one straight shot to Detroit, right? Yeah. And then she comes and grabs me, and I spend time with my mom in Detroit, right? So she's from Detroit. So listen, 
fuck, man, do I do I go to Chicago? Do I go to Madison, Wisconsin, to Eau Claire, Wisconsin, Minneapolis? I love Minneapolis. Mm. Or I just go close to my mom. And without sounding too macabre or, or weird, you know, my mom is 77. That's right. Let's hope she lives to 127. Yes. Agreed. Let's yes. say she makes another 10 awesome years. You know, I, maybe I just want to be there with her. You know, yeah. I mean, fuck my mom. What about fuck, what about me making it? Yeah, <laughs> right? you know, who cares about that old hag? What about me? <laughs> well, it's true. Wonderful, by the way, my yeah, mom's no, wonderful. No, if exactly. you're listening right now, mom, <laughs> yeah. I want that twenty-seven bucks I lent you last week. <laughs> Western Union, that shit to Fort Worth right now. If you can even get into town. Okay. Okay, what are we talking about here today? Because well, I, dude, if, I, if I, if if you let you know, I warned you. If you let me just go ape shit, I will just command this. Stupid well, I stuff. think we're fine. We're fine here. You know what? You're right. You, you covered some really cool shit, and the big thing is like you know, angry about the whole fucking. Um, we even talked about this about you know the ageism part in our industry, right? Mm-hmm. And what we're dealing with. And this was a big topic even on our podcast. Dude, it happens. And you're right. I mean, you said it. And I was just like, wow, like he's so right. Yeah. Now, There's a now, disconnect happening. Now, now, without sounding like a fucking megalomaniac. No, no, no. I know I'm a lucky person to have people looking at my stuff. And I've, I know I've got my name out there. Like I'm getting ready to go do another Adobe Max coming up here. So I'm really careful to get into that discussion and, you know, play some game of like, oh, it's hard for me here. Listen, I do all right. And I've got stuff dangled in front of me every now and again. That's like, oh, my God, I'm going to do this Jack White poster. OK, cool. Yes. It's pretty fun. Cool. That's awesome. But are you guys hearing? I know I'm in a lucky spot. I'm just trying to like kind of yep. like, um, first of all, make sure everyone knows I'm so thankful for all this. And you are. But it isn't the same path as some of my close friends who are just hammering on projects that they're either hustling for, they're having to pitch for, they're having to do things for. So are you guys finding that it's getting harder to do what we do as we get older, right? I mean, that's a big question. So in some ways, yes, and in some ways, no. I actually find the older I've got... So my path was very different than yours. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this, you know, equally amount of same time, yep. Yep. right? But I went agency route. Um, mm-hmm. I created my agency, and I knew my niche, and, and I focused on it. Didn't and, you say 25 or 20 years or something? No, no, the, this year will be our 25th year, or next year. Next June is... A, That's amazing. Next, it's pretty That's fucking amazing. cool, right? Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. But And we had a niche, right? So... I found the older I got, the more people took me serious. Okay? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, but but that's when I was dealing with the owners of companies. In the past 10 years, there's been such a change in the in the whole scape that now owners of companies on average are under the age of 30, right? Where our market is the tech space. So it's getting <laughs> harder and harder. Now, granted, they're hiring marketing experts with ex- people with experience, you know, who are in their, you know, mid, late 40s. So it's like, you know, they're starting to take us more seriously. When I was young, it was hard to get that credibility mm-hmm. dude i was like trying to grow face hair just to look older <laughs> so people would take me serious right because when i was too young no nobody believed a thing and I, and, I, and i do know that people struggle with that but at the same time i know as people get older especially in her space they disappear you know like th- there's such a small percentage of graphic designers over the age of 40 let alone 50 you know whether they're senior designers hopefully some have moved up to art directors but like i mean you're you're a rock star in that space. For me, it's like I, 
people rely on my expertise. They ask the questions, yeah. but I think it's now more strategically, less graphically. Like, I mean, half the time, I don't even tell them I'm touching the shit that I am. Yeah, I, well, because I just have a fear of being 48 or 53, yeah. <laughs> or whatever the number is. Yeah. And trying to compete with some 22-year-old who's using the word literally every nine words. <laughs> and it's just not going to work. It's and, literally annoying. Oh, it's fucking, oh, man. Well, yeah. Okay, now listen. I, I mean, I can laugh about it, you know, or I can you know, grab it by the old Canadian cojones and just really give it a kiss, you know, and say, you're not getting around this. It's just going to get weirder. So embrace shifting gears embrace um not being the guy who's like wow you know so much of my existence first of all you just want to survive my first set of hurdles was just paying off my school loans mm -hmm. you know yeah it wasn't to change the face of graphic design it's never been that i don't give who's number one who gives a shit mm -hmm. can't take that you know, when you when you die, when Sean dies in the woods, you know, in some Kitchener backyard in the woods. <laughs> His backyard eating, is the woods. Worms <laughs> eating, you know, yeah. asshole it out, you know. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just saying, um, in about 40 years from now. Uh, <laughs> old. What, will it matter who was number one or who was number 43? That's why I love when right. people say, well, where, where are you at, graphic designer? I say, I'm the 414th fastest graphic designer <laughs> in the fucking nation. And, you know, I'm working on getting the 413. You know, who gives two shits about any of this stuff? Exactly. It was about financial freedom. Yep. It was about creative freedom. Yep. It was about having your mind and not hating. Listen, I, am, I work for the man. Whatever that means, I work for the man. Now, today, the man was Jack White. Not a bad boss. Not a bad Pretty boss. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I keep saying that, you know, because <laughs> it's a fun project. But it's mm -hmm. like, you know, last week I was working for a little DVD company. And now, is that the man? Sure. But the idea is, as I get into my coming up on 50, was I able to pull it off? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. and should I even fret the next thing as much? Because here's the deal. What do you really need? You need shit over overhead, right? So let's just say, like I was saying, I want to go build this house or something. Let's say I drop it all and go build this awesome place. Now, it doesn't need to have nine bedrooms. It just needs to have a gigantic studio in the back that I can have my entire universe in, record yep. wall, you know, everything. Yeah. Okay. You know, find the supporting beam for the sex swing. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, you need it for the swings, dude. You need uh, you know, it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of you get it. In the, in the, in the, in the husk. Yeah. You know, when you, you know, <laughs> I used to, when I was buying my house, there was this Christian guy named Tommy Tucker, sweet guy that was my realtor. And we would walk into these homes around Portland, you know, and he would just go, <laughs> Don't say anything. Say a fucking thing, and I walk and I go, "Ooh, this is nice." Where's the supporting beam for the sex? <laughs> <laughs> right. And Tommy, don't you bastard! Stop! You're with a clipboard, what? you know, like so, you know, like you plop down. Now it might not be your forever home, but you plop all your capital into that thing, and you make the dream really come true where it's like okay i'm gonna live here um now this is if i never do another one of these travel events or speaking gigs or these privileged things i've been so lucky to do so many of you know pre-pandemic and you build a home and you build your stuff you live within your means it doesn't need to have nine you can have 
three bedrooms yep. and a couple bathrooms for the home, just a regular home. I don't know. And then this awesome studio. That's where I'm going. So tomorrow morning, I'm calling an architect and just cool. going to say, all right, it's fucking time, man. Mm, time. Yeah. And what do I do? Should I start looking at property back in the Midwest? Because I'm going back in uh, three weeks to see my to help my mom for a week. Should I start looking at property around Detroit? I'll be there in about two months. Should I, you know, what should I do? And what, what is the way to attack this thing? You know, you buy property first and then you can start getting permits and things and stuff because, you know, we're in this high market right now. If I sell my house right now, probably you are right. For it, right? Yep, right? Yep, yep, yep. But where are you going to go? You know, and, and it's, you know, this is, that's really inspiring me because then it's like, yeah, I mean, what do you need? I don't need a bunch of money. If you own your home and you just have to, you know, put the, keep the lights on, keep yourself healthy and keep a car payment. That's not going to take 250 grand a year. You know, yeah, if yeah, I yeah. own the place and I build the place and I move all my shit in there and I just start, you know, whatever that means, you know, I won't have to go as crazy as I often do to just cover a basic budget. That's really exciting to me. You know, like I got a head somewhere in that mix. So you think you're thinking that you can take more passion projects versus more, you know, gigs that pay the bills? Yeah. 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 Because, you know, it's like. Because the passion projects don't pay nearly as well. Not not at all sometimes, you know, but you can sleep at night, you know. And Mm -hmm. here's the thing. It's like for me, it's kind of threefold. It's like sometimes there's just passion stuff where it's just just do it because it's just fun to help someone. Yeah. All my merch and stuff, that's just my stuff. That's just me. That's just me. I mean, I work on stuff and I make a little buck on it when I sell it. Third, I work for a client and I get paid, right? And what happens if, you know, you just kind of, you know, you remove kind of two of those last two and you're really able to just help people or just fucking futz around, you know, and not fret because I, I don't know you guys. And, you know, are you still actively going for the gold with your agency? As in trying to make more money for yourselves and your families. And so how many people work your agency? 10. Okay. So that means you've got eight other people you guys got to figure out. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's a lot. And, and by the way, they're not like, I mean, it's not like they, you know, they, here's where you put the food into their mouth. Like, you know, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Worries. They, they I totally get that. Of themselves. Yeah. yeah. I watch over my mom, my girlfriend, yep. my sister, you know, my other sister, you know, whatever. In, in a lot of respects. And it's like, it's not even eight, you know, um, you know, why I ask that is because that pursuit is really interesting to me because I'm really looking around me to, to see examples of like, friends or colleagues or people I look up to who are like, no, I'm done with that shit. I don't, yeah, I don't need yeah, to go yeah. for the goal. I mean, I, 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 what I mean by that is I fill my entire day with stuff. What if my entire day isn't filled um, with trying to make, 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 it's more like just be, just be, you know, enjoy yourself. Now I will say when we moved into the backyard here, I've had a whole bunch of that just sort of enjoy being because I can sleep in whatever I want. I don't have to, you know, maybe you have to get up for a call or a podcast or, um, you know, some client deal. A couple of couple summers ago, I worked on like a, a big project for uh, some people out of like um, Boston. Mm-hmm. And I meant like I had to get up every morning at like seven, but it was only for about a month. Mm-hmm. I made a shit whack of money. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is it was like, I didn't even need to do it. Yeah. I mean, yes, I made a bunch of money, but I didn't even need to. I make enough with like selling dumb 
you know, t-shirts and, and DDC things and field notes and Skillshare videos and stuff. It's like going into this next phase, you know, every year I try to look back at that last year and say, okay, well, what, what did I release myself from? What did I take on? That became another 10 fingers. Like I only have 10 fingers. And did I grow yeah, yeah, another yeah. finger? Did I chop a couple off? <laughs> because I will say in the last five years, I've chopped the client work off a whole bunch as in the most volatile Stop Ooh. you, start you, you know, kind yeah. of mess with you kind of thing. Really? That's the, I mean, yes, you make the best money, but it's the most volatile. That Absolutely. means they can, just, they can though, not to mention, I saw on your list, have you ever been stiffed by a client or whatever? You know, it's like, not really, because oh. I, I, I kind of vetted them. Yep. And yep. They came to me and then Good. they're, they're held to account with other things. I mean, sure, there's been a couple moments, but, it's I, it's hard to even think about, you know, yeah, like I, yeah. I, I don't really have good examples. I mean, there's been a couple, but that's just one meaty phone call saying, hey, yeah, so I see what you're doing. Fuck you. Fine. Right? Yeah. You want to keep your 2,500 bucks? Yeah. You know yeah. what? Yeah. Just in karma points, you're going to need more than 2,500 bucks. Yeah, you're right. You're so you know, right. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> I haven't worn pants in however many years. <laughs> you, I saw you. you this guy, you know, you're, 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 listen, I don't need to go to court. To go just to tell somebody, no, you're a bad person. Yeah, Wait, so and they know it. So, do, have you not though been okay? Because again, you the little bit that I know of you from online and then talking with you, you know, you're a genuine person. Have oh. you not? Have you not? No, no, you know, you're, you're pretty straight up. Have you not had people like you know business savvy people, Mister Business, Mrs. Business, who've just kind of steamrolled over your 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 kindness, your your mm. genuineness? Because you are a very straightforward person, like. Sometimes we've looked the other way when people are behind or this or that, whether it's for the bigger picture or what have you, we've just been caught up in it. So like, how do you keep it all business versus compassionate, empathetic Aaron? Because you are a pretty down earth dude. Well, yeah, but, but here's the deal. It's like yeah. when I think about this, yeah, it's like percentages yeah. and 50% to 60% was just making and selling merch. Okay, cool. That's a good chunk of my, what I bring in. Mm. Then you put in there, you know, a little bit of Skillshare. Yep. Some field notes. Hell yes. Fuck yeah. Going on the road used to be about a third of that. Um, Pre-pandem, that's a different life than it was now these last couple of years. That's okay. I did it for 10 years. When you start to put this all together, where does client work even fall in there? So what what I'm saying by that is like, Damn, one little nub, one little nub was client work and there was no heartbreak in that. Yeah, because they came to you with this record project. Yeah. But there's been a couple of times where I just smelled what I was getting into yeah. a little bit ahead yeah. of time where it was like, hey, we are this, you are that, we can make you bigger. And it was like, you guys, my house is paid off. Yeah. I haven't had any debt since 2011. How much more do you guys even need? Yeah. Right. So why are you calling me? Yeah. Yeah. I don't need that much more. And by the way, you know, like what's the perfect thing you can say something to someone who just is like, they're just like, oh, it's something along those lines. Like, I'm not fighting some fight. First of all, let's just get some shit clear with some of these slick people that have come after me. I am not going to fight this fight to make you a bunch of money. You know what I mean? That sounds horrific. That's kind of businessy and kind of tough guy thing. But it's like, 
why couldn't you come to me and say, we need you to fight this fight to help 20,000 people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's to help this one asshole make more money for something. I'm not interested. So I saw that from a little bit farther out than I should have. And luckily, and I, and I just, ha- I, I haven't had to like, just to be blunt, there's a couple things in town here that I invested money into that died. Hurts. Yeah. But it, it's okay. You know, I yeah, tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I yeah. tried. Yeah. And little, little little ventures and little things. Other things I've done the exact same thing for. It, and I get dividend checks once a year that are pretty good. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, well, you, you, you win a couple, you lose a couple. You, you know, there's only yeah. been a couple that have been like kind of sour. But, you know, I put myself into that. The stuff that gets scary. And this is sort of this. I don't know, a hypothetical sort of situation. You put your heart into something, you have a bunch of capital lined up, and then some fucker messes you over. And then what says lawyer up? Yeah. You guys have experienced that. My heart goes right to you because I haven't been in that situation. The only time I've had to get a, only time I've had to get a lawyer was to go and just protect my IP. Yeah. Because someone ripped off my stuff playing offense. And by the way, it was as despicable as one could, you know, make fun of, even playing offense. I'm not saying the lawyers were bad. I'm not saying, you know, that, you know, by the way, they take a big old hefty cut out of that shit and look you right in the eye, you know. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> even having to go play offense just sucked. So yeah. how do you shed all these things down to, I need three fingers to live. Yep. I can sell some cool art and sell some cool merch, make a living and get my shit together. So, you know, here, here's, here's what I'm trying to say is like, I don't know why I'm telling you about this, but I'm going to talk about it in my Adobe talk. <laughs> I went to the doctor mm-hmm. about, um, it's been about now about four months. I hadn't gone to the doctor unless it was forced. I hadn't gone to the doctor since I was 22 years old. Damn, now, dude. Now, listen, I'm no pillar of health, but I don't drink, <laughs> or smoke, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm a chunky guy, fine. Pleasantly plump. But Husky, we call them up here. Just a fucking muskox over here. But, <laughs> but you know, what no, you know, what people need to understand is like whatever I was at, at high school, you put on, ready for this shit? It's been 30 years. You put on three to four pounds a year. That's 120 <laughs> extra pounds. Oh. You can be, well, okay, okay, now listen. As part of this trying to like take a look at a broader scope of what these next 20 years or whatever it might be looking like. I went four months ago, terrified. You. Now about 12 years ago, I had an appendix out. Mm. I didn't ask for that. It had to come out, it was a bit of an emergency. They check all your stuff. I got a good review. Doc says, hey, you got to get smaller. You know, figure it out. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, whatever. So, you know, you, you you coast on that, the fumes on that for a long time. But my mom's concerned. My girl's concerned. Yeah. And then I get, like, I think I said something about these little psoriasis things. You know, I got a couple of these little things going on. <laughs> yeah. You know? Now I can go to people and go, would you like a little bit of parm on your salad? <laughs> <laughs> He's scraping off there. <laughs> my buddy Evan's a joke. My buddy Evan. Does. <laughs> He's like that high-end chef, eh? Aaron walks up for the cheese, elbow. <laughs> well, because these things are these couple changes, no, I, I, I just can't solve them by yeah. myself. I need to go ask for a little bit of help. So, okay. 
So I went in and listen, I got a pretty good review. I mean, yeah. I, there's a couple of things we got to work on. I got some meds, I got some stuff, I got some blood pressure things and whatever. Yeah. But, you know, it really made me think like, you know, um, and by the way, 27 pounds down since a boy. I'll, be, I'll be Massimo sized by the year 2046. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, Massimo's at the merch table, DDC merch table going, you <laughs> yeah. the large. I'm going, Shit. I, that was fifth grade for me. I don't know what you guys got in the Canadian system. You know, it's the same. It's the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the merch table, you know, just send me to your child section, okay? Funny, I get the medium. Get the fuck out of here! One, one leg for me. Angry designers, huh? Well, <laughs> right now we're the laughing designers. So to go to this oh, doc shit. and just basically surrender myself yeah, and yeah. say, you know, I'm afraid. Mm. I'm not feeling something bad, but what are you gonna find? And by the way, I got past a gigantic personal hurdle there. Now, now, now yeah, here's yeah. why I, I, I'm going to, you know, I'm fumbling trying to talk about it now. No, no, no. But there's a lot of people that are afraid to go in mm. and for any number of reasons. And we live sedentary lifestyles. Mm-hmm. We sit on our asses. Sit Listen, you go work out. You go do, I do, I go to a trainer, Good. but I'm still this. Yeah. But we sit on our ass and we make money and we live this way and 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 you have to offset that. So listen, I went and asked yeah. for some help and it's like, okay, now could I just go make more logos and make more money and make more shit? Yeah, but that's become one little appendage on my mm-hmm. set of ten where yeah. it's like, all right, I'm really listening now and I'm taking and getting help and some of it's painful. I have a dietitian just to listen to what we. I keep track of what I eat and she takes a look and. Got a pretty good review there too, you know. But it's like we're making some, you know, some tiny changes. I find this insanely interesting, right? Yeah. Because first of all, it's dipped in a whole lot of embarrassment because that is irresponsible, you know. And if I can be this person to say, "Well, shit, don't do what I did," you know, it's not cool. It's not you don't want to be you know messing with the people you love. Saying I don't I don't want to go because I'm like a six year old who's afraid of going in. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but the thing is, is like I find that really interesting to like, how could I illustrate that? How could I make light of that and try to help some other kid who might be instead of 48, 28, 38, afraid and have 20 years on top of it to say, no, go in. Yeah, poke you. You should have seen me with the fucking phlebotomist. You know what a phlebotomist is? (laughs) Put the needle in to get the the blood, you know? You should have seen me with her, you know. You're scared of that? Come on. She's just, listen, I will cut a fucking finger off right now. I will cut a finger off right now. That's awesome. I cut the shit out of myself. Yeah. Cut down cardboard hourly. Yeah. Yes. But you go in to put a filament in. A needle. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not the prick. It's not the thing. It's not the inside. It's what the fuck are they going to find? That I can't see. I can see, you know, dry patches and little things, and you know, you know, what's wrong with this face? I can see all that. It's pretty yeah. easy. Yeah. But <laughs> wait, I see it. Hold on, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. It only goes so deep, you know. I mean, we, we'll get to other angles and other spots. <laughs> no, no, please hold no. <laughs> but it's like you should have seen me with this woman. Yeah. I was reduced. 
down to like, I mean, whatever, just, oh. I, just sitting there in tears. Cause I was like, you're back to being a child. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's like, you are going to put this thing in me and you're going to find this thing. Yeah. And then you're going to go give it to the, and then they're going to say, we're seeing this and you're in some trouble because so you you're, let it go you're scared of what, what they're going to find, yeah. not what they're actually doing. Fucking terrified. Now, I don't know if you're supposed to talk about this stuff on podcasts. But oh, who fucking cares? This is great. So, I, so I mean, you, got, you, you've been passed. living this, like, okay, so there's, I mean, not to boost your ego, but there's like thousands, if not like millions of people who look up to you like you're, you're, you know, this design hero, God, whatever, right? Because again, you are who you are. You're celebrity designer in the best way, of uh, the best ones. But you're now human. Like you actually are dealing well, with shit that the rest of the world does, well, and this well, is this is why this is the best conversation in the world. Well, listen, I mean, for real. Listen, I, mean, I know we were talking on the phone. We were doing a little bit, a little bit of horse trade and talking about some fucking names and stuff. And I'm just no, we're not doing that. Listen, I've been in these backstage with some of these motherfuckers, and they are as full of themselves as you can fucking believe. Absolutely, uh, I believe it. I names, believe it. But I might give out a couple initials. J. Anyway, okay. <laughs> listen, listen. And you know what? They're as fucking forgettable as the day is long. You Agreed. know what? Now listen. So I mean, I've been I've been a bit of a perception buster all my life, you know. And yeah, definitely the original Mad Dog Man, absolutely. Be like, listen, you can come to my shop and see how I work and do what I do. Okay, okay, great, great, great. You know, the idea that like you know, I like talking about this now because it is helpful, you know, and it is sort of like. You know, hey, one more little thing that you can kind of realize if you're interested in what I do. Yeah, I didn't do it that well, but I'm making adjustments because, you know, now I tell Lee, my, my little smoochie, I'm like, what the fuck do you have on me now? You know? <laughs> what, what do we need? You, we need a new roof? Well, I'll figure that out. But, you know, one day before I went in, she had that on me to be like, I'm concerned it's gone too many years. You take care of a lot of people. We're all concerned for you. And you just need to go and be better about this. And it was like, right. But it's like the peak is getting larger and larger. The yeah. you know, the, the, the scare, the whatever, the, the fear. Okay, okay. With this phlebotomist in this moment of moments, you know, she wants to put it right here. And I'm like, you know, you got to dig around for the fucking vein. Because oh, I've had a phlebotomist miss one time. Oh, and you'll oh, never forget I know, that. I'm seeing you know, I'm just, yeah. I'm biting on a horse hoof and she does it. So what she did. <laughs> She did it in my vein. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, she did yeah, it in yeah. my vein because I was like, well, can you just do that? You know, kind of, you know, can you just do that? And she's like, yeah. And didn't even, it's just a mosquito bite. No problem. But here's the thing. I did it and I got past it. Yeah. Good. And I am very light on my toes, right? These, these last four months because I got a doc now. His name is Dr. K and I can't sit on this podcast, but you know, he'll, he'll like, he'll go, Aaron. You can ask me anything. <laughs> and I'll ask Here we go. Fucked up shit, you know, just to see what it, just to see what he'll say. He's a very sweet, measured guy, you know. Yeah. He's, you know, but I have someone I can ask all these. I mean, what? Why am I itching on you know whatever? He's like, well, you got to go talk to a derm. So okay, okay, fine. Dermatologist, you know, this is what I've been doing the last four months, and I'm I'm getting better. Like, you know, I mean, I don't have a lot of triumphs like that to celebrate as far as like, I got buddies who quit drinking and, you know, you're right there to say, hey, I get it. That's not easy, you know, but this has been a big one for me to say, all right, you know, I got past that. I'm going to go every six months or whatever it's going to be now and, and fight it head on. And if something does come up, well, you do what you can, you know, and hopefully that's what was cool. He's like, you know, even at your size and stuff. 
we're in the preventative zone, buddy. That's mm. good. You know, and, um, you know, with the 27 point, you know, 27 pounds off and all this kind of stuff. What if that turns into 54? Yeah. Hell yeah. If that 54 turns into another 27. 108. Never mm-hmm. mind. Go oh, big. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, you know, I mean, whatever that means, you know, it's like he's like with every 25 pounds, man. You start taking like possible diseases off the list. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. You, know, you know. I mean, and by the way, there's a. I got a little bit of blood sugar, and I'm back in. You know, whatever. I'm I'm doing okay, and all this stuff. But you know, once again, if you ask me what it's like to make money, well, I'll talk about every aspect of it because no one ever would do it around me. Yep. You know, and then so if you ask me how you've been, I mean, I, I like talking about this because I wish I would have heard someone that maybe I was interested in talk about it a little bit more because it would have uh, humanized it and, um, you know, sort of demystified, you know, and just listen, by the way, I go in on Tuesday to the derm and I'm getting this little skin tag off. Folds ah. <laughs> and flaps. You vain and asshole. So, man, hey, I didn't even know you were allowed to. I'll take, that, I'll, I'll take it off of this big tag. Toenail clip. Toenail clippers. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I'm already feeling the like, well, what if he sees some other thing? Yeah, of course. And it's like, well, I mean, okay, Aaron, that's what humans feel, stupid. You know, right? Mm. Okay, I know. It's like you try to avoid all this stuff, you know? And anyway, I'm going in on that. And then, you know, then shit, four months from now, I'll go in for another check with the doc and and so on. But, you know, here's what I'm getting at. It's like, if anyone's listening to this bullshit who is 48 years old and is an angry designer or whatever you want to call it, or a mellow, peace-loving motherfucking designer, whatever it is, (laughs) you know, and you're afraid of that, fucking go in, man. Ask for a little bit of help. You know, I asked her, I just, even like the front desk receptionist, I was like, I want to run to the door. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to be cute, but I want to run. Can you just make sure that they know I'm really scared? Yeah. Yes. Thank you. You know, instead of trying to like, I don't know, like just, you know, tough it out or some shit, you know, grow a pair or suck it up. or really No, stupid. no, 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 no. Fuck that. You know, I asked for the fucking help because maybe they understand techniques. Maybe they understand psychology. I don't. You know, how do you get a five-year-old? Dude, or it's, it's, just the, it's just the fact that they employ our type of mentality and they're a little bit more empathetic mm. to the way they talk to you, the way they, you know, answer to you. And like, honestly, I'm going through this shit right now, not personally, but with my father. And um, it's it's a shitty thing to go through right now. And sometimes you have some nurses that God sent. You know what I mean? They are empathetic. They know what to say. Other ones, they're like fucking robots. Mm-hmm. And I am like, and I mean, this kind of goes whether we are heightened empathetically, like to way people are. But it's just like you appreciate, you know, being connected to humans that much more when you're starting to seal to, to see what fucking how vulnerable we all are. Oh, yeah. dude, I'm right there with you, dude. You know, I got, I, I got I a little you. bit of trouble. Um Nothing bad, but I got in a little bit of trouble a couple of years ago. My mom, about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. had bladder cancer. Oh, fuck. And first of all, it's not like it's elbow cancer. No, it's I know. Inside her it's, part. You know, like, yeah. okay, you know, so, so first of all, yeah. I'm like, you know, just you guys better be gentle with my fucking mom. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we go back and back in Detroit or I'm back in Michigan and we, we go to one of her checkups. Yeah. And the doc is just like kind of laughing about it. Like, oh, this is one of the easy cancers. Like, I don't give a fuck. It is cancer of this one hair on this beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
do not make light of this. Now, I get it. He works with some horrible sorts of cancers, and we didn't have that to deal with. But I couldn't handle it. And I here's where I got in a little bit of trouble. I kind of snapped at him, and I said, my mom might not be afraid, but I am. Mm. If I found out my mom's more afraid because of how cute you're being, we're going to have a beef. You know, mm. I said something stupid like that, you know, yeah. and – I don't even know where that comes from inside me because I, I'm, I'm not that kind of guy to like, you know, be tough or something. Dude, but you know? when it comes to your family, everything yeah, you, changes. It was weird. It everything. Just was weird. It was weird. And, you know, and here I am now. Why I'm talking about this is because phlebotomist puts a needle in. Um, the little um, person, she does my blood, uh, my, my, you know, checks my blood sugar and, and the nurse. You know, I am really really present when I go in there, I say, thank you for everything. I mean, I yes. do that in life anyway. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But of course. it's like, you know, I, last time I went in, I got a pretty good little, you know, the, the some points went down, the weight went down, the things, it's all going in the right direction. And, you know, I, I was afraid it wasn't going to be that way. And I asked, the, you know, each one of them, I said, am I a handful for you guys? <laughs> Just fucking tell me. Cause I'll calibrate I won't be as many questions or I won't be as afraid or I won't be, if you know, I don't, I want to be one of your easy ones. Mm. And she just looked at me and she was like, you don't honey, don't you worry about a thing. You've been great That's because good. I don't know. I have no, I know. know. I am know. I okay? Here's the deal. You go to Adobe Max, big Adobe Max, talk yeah. about stuff, get a big fucking paycheck. Bah, 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 bah. Okay, great, great. But am I a good Adobe Max guy? I hope so. Did yeah. you have a good time seeing this thing? Mm-hmm. I hope so. Was I good smuggling all that merchant? Yes, I was. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, did, I, you know, did I make a shit whack of money? Because this is you know, pre-pandemic. You know, these mer- so the idea is, did I get a good review? Because yes. that is important to me. In these exchanges in graphic design, it's important with like when my UPS guy comes, Ian, Ian. Nice. Nice. Good for you. Good for you. No, you don't just gonna go put the fork a box there. Yeah. No, I fucking hate that. No, No, like you put the no, 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 no. You stop him and say, hey man, how you been? Nice to see you. Yeah. 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 I have conversations with him all the time. Cool drink, you know. Are you allowed to accept a drink? You know that kind of thing. You know, just get you know a bottle of water. You know, a little, little bit, little something, a little Lacroix. You know, anywho. All right, go on to the next question because you know now that I've exposed all the folds and flaps. (laughs) Oh fuck, dude! At this point, you know what? I I, there's no holds barred, honestly. You are so human. I, I, this totally went in a different direction than I thought, but it's for the better, dude. It's good, honestly, man. it's just like you've just humanized yourself. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to ask you what. I make it through this fucking gauntlet of doctors and shit. You fucks will have nothing on. I <laughs> <laughs> lived to 150. <laughs> All right, everybody. Right, right. Was this not what you were expecting? It wasn't what the hell I was expecting when we actually recorded this, but I'm glad to have done this because I feel like I am that much more legit, more closer to this dude. I I feel like I'm now on the same level with him. I mean, yeah, we could have talked about his tips and tricks and this and that, but you know what? You can get that shit anywhere. This was all about talking about the stuff that we all struggle with, which is what the Angry Designer is all about. So please, by all means, Come back next week, listen to the second half, and enjoy. As you know, I'm going to like ask you, come to our Instagram, give us a high five, say hello, or visit us on YouTube, and by all means, you know, share us with everybody you love or hate. I'm Mosmo. Stay creative. <laughs>
and stay angry.